afternoon and welcome to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. I'm Catherine Nero alongside Jeremy Schramm, the Marketing and Communications Director from the Northern Kentucky Chamber. And Jeremy, we could say that it is International Women's Day, and it is, but maybe more importantly, you have a birthday in your house. Yes, it's my little my little four-year-old. She's now a four-year-old. She's a, a bossy four-year-old, but she's cute. <laughs> Perfect for International Women's Day. Yeah, you know, celebrate awesome. her, celebrate all women. And we actually do have a lot of great uh, headlines coming your way, coming up in just a little bit. But first and foremost, we want to thank our sponsor, CVG, our title sponsor, and C-Crew Consulting, our digital sponsor, making the Northern Kentucky Spotlight happen. Uh, before we get to those headlines, though, Jeremy, just ahead, you know, there's one thing that has uh, maybe increased more than most during this last year of fun and this pandemic, and that is our reliance on alcohol and uh, that's what we're talking about today coming up in just a little bit yeah we get to hear from one of the like the oldest family-owned spirit shops in northern kentucky i am excited i love cork and bottle they always have such a great selection and it's i, I love going there because they can help you find what you're looking for and they have the best bourbons too sometimes and it's interesting also, not just regular bourbons, but dusty bourbons. And uh, Tom Nyer will talk yeah. about it coming up, about how we've kind of changed what we're buying during the pandemic. It's interesting. It's interesting. People are trying stuff that are a little bit new. Um, but yeah, that's all coming your way ahead. But we want to get you caught up on the headlines for the week here in northern Kentucky, and none are bigger than the COVID vaccine. So uh, right now, we know, and actually, these numbers came out at the end of last week. So this is probably even higher at this point. But right now, more than 16% of northern Kentuckians have already had um, one shot. 9.2% are fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Those numbers, uh, if you just compare them simply to Cincinnati, they're almost 50% better than Cincinnati. Uh, and so this is really an effort by the Northern Kentucky Health Department, the statewide um, COVID hotline, Kroger, all of that uh, with a regional center down at the Northern Kentucky Convention Center, really rolling people through. It is incredibly organized. If you're worried like, oh, there's lots of people, it is so easy to get in and out of, and I'll tell you, they know exactly what they're doing down there. Um, so first and foremost, the supply still isn't reaching the demand, but it's getting better. Here's the best part. Kentucky is expanding the sites. So not just at the convention center, but independent pharmacies have it. There's going to be other places as well. They're expanding providers. They're expanding doses. So uh, the federal government says if you want a vaccine, you will get it. We will not run out. It may take a while to get to it, but it, if you want it, you will be able to get it. Uh, Johnson & Johnson's vaccine is in Northern Kentucky now as well. It'll be distributed starting this week. That's the one shot um, uh, vaccine as opposed to the Moderna and Pfizer, which are two shots. Uh, restaurants, gyms, and theaters are now, and several other industries too, about 15 other industries, they are able to now go to 60% capacity. They were at 50. That number may increase as well. Um, and if the trend continues, and I know parents are eager to hear this, child care will go back to the regular group size, whatever that was at your place, by March 15th. That's next Monday. So certainly good news there. Yeah, all around good news. And, you know, we're in the 1C category, mm -hmm. which includes like most of Northern Kentucky. I know a lot of we've been getting lots of questions at the chamber, like, how do you qualify? Who's qualified? And, and you know, they have a list. The health department keeps putting out their list of like the generally who who's qualified. And we didn't even think the chamber was qualified, but we were. Um, and the, and the, really the way to find that is on the CDC's website. They have like the, the breakdowns and we are in that normal um, CDC's 1C category. Uh, and, and the chamber qualified because we do a uh, 
a publication that's a periodical mm-hmm. in the business journal. So um, and, and the way that it works, if if you do one of those functions inside that co- inside your company, it doesn't just mean just that person in the company means the entire company. So if oh, you wow. do, like if you produce a pu- periodical inside your company, then your whole company because everyone supports that. So um, a lot more people are qualified for 1C than you think. So, um, you know, it's, it's a good thing to kind of get out and start making a plan to get vaccinated so we can get back to normal and, and get get that that coveted herd immunity when we get oh, all these people yes. vaccinated. Yeah, look forward to that. Yeah, and, and like you said, you know, the, the supply, we don't have nearly the supply we need to, for the demand, but that's going to switch very quickly. So yeah. um, it's time to kind of start thinking about how you're going to make the plan to get your thing and, and be aware. And the best place, the best resources, the Northern Kentucky Health Department's website to find out where all those locations are, because they are, like you said, changing drastically all yeah. the time. Day by day. And all that being said, it, we've been in this for a year now. <laughs> One year this week. Uh, it's 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 rough. It, it feel like it feels like it was just always March, right? It's just yeah. been March for a year. Here we are. We're back. <laughs> so the, the, uh, the governor um, and the lieutenant governor Coleman um, marked the anniversary in a ceremony in Frankfurt because, you know, we in Kentucky, we've lost almost 5000 people to COVID, which is just it's it's dreadful, really. Um, the cases are on. The, the good news, though, is the cases are on the decline. The health officials are um, reminding us uh, that masks are st- and hand washing and social distancing. You know, that's all still very important. And and like I said, make plans to get that vaccine. You know, um, I, I saw that the numbers continue to drop. I, you know, we were under 500, I believe, for a day um, of new cases, and that's it's it's still a lot. It's still way higher than we want it to be. But we are like solidly in the orange now in Northern Kentucky. Yeah. So. We're, we're moving forward and it's it's not going to be much longer. So keep that masking up. You know, you only got to do it another month, another few months, get yeah. that vaccine. And, and then we're all going to be back. I mean, the CDC released new um, uh, directions for if you've yeah. been vaccinated, like you can go see somebody if, if you're visiting with a family that's been va- vaccinated and you've been vaccinated. You don't have to wear a mask or social distance or any of that. So yeah. we're getting we're there. We're so close. So close. Uh, you know, one of the great stories that has come out of the last several months is the Crosstown tip-off. And if you're not familiar with that, it's when Xavier and UC fans are going back and forth where, you know, a Xavier fan will leave a $1,000 tip and then a UC fan will leave a $1,000 in one tip and it goes back and forth. Well, the city of Erlanger is like, we want in on this action too. So this is pretty cool. They're asking you to do a tip challenge uh, between Dixie Heights, and Lloyd. Now, I've got a kid who goes to Dixie Heights, and my husband went there, so I think I know where my allegiances lock. But the idea is, if you are in the city of Erlanger, or even if you're not, take a picture of your receipt with whatever kind of big tip you want to leave. Yeah, it can be $1,000, or it can just be more than you would typically leave. Upload it to uh, the uh, Facebook page there, it, uh, the city of Erlanger Facebook page. And the whole idea is, the, our service industry professionals are going to get a little bit more money, and this is kind of a fun back and forth thing to do. So the city of Erlanger kind of taking the lead on that. We'll see who comes out on top, Dixie or Lloyd. Yep. Speaking of helping those restaurant employees, we've got the um, this brand new thing that New Riff started. It's a New Riff Restaurant Relief uh, Fund, and what they've done is they ref or uh, sold some bottles of 15 year old bourbon. Now they had 896 bottles and they sold out in like two minutes. Like it was like they turn it on and they were gone. Um, 200 bucks a piece. That's not bad. Yeah, not bad. They, yeah. And they were selling them for, for a good, good amount. So they were able to raise a lot of money. Um, I think uh, they will be giving out 138,000 
to um, restaurant and um, service industry employees on both sides of the river. Now, the Ohio Restaurant Association is handling their, um, the Ohio side, but the Kentucky side, we've helped um, New Riff kind of create a little form. Um, and if you are a restaurant employee and you've been hit from the pandemic, getting laid off, reduced hours, that kind of stuff, we want you to go apply. And we're giving out 200 $300 grants on the uh, Northern Kentucky side. Uh, the website you go for that is nkychamber.com slash new riff relief fund. Okay. Um, and that will uh, take you right there and you can fill that out. And um, if you know somebody that's in the restaurant industry or you know somebody who owns a restaurant and wants to send that out to their employees, please be sure to pass that along. One other note about that, too, because I talked with um, Hannah from uh, New Riff earlier this week on Coffee Break with Catherine, my mm -hmm. Facebook Live for the Inquirer, and she pointed out they did hold back a couple of bottles, and they're selling the uh, bourbon like by the drink. So if you want to go to the aquifer bar at New Riff, and you're like, I want to try it. Look, I mean, I don't want to spend $200 on a bottle, but I want to try it. Any amount of money you spend on that specific bourbon is also going to go into this fund too. So it's a good way to, you know, try it out if you want to just taste it. And uh, so you're helping out other people while trying some delicious bourbon. This is wonderful. Yeah. It's a great Brent, Brent, Brent was able to get his hands on one and he said that he's going to save it for when we can have a, uh, a, a happy hour with the staff when we're all back in, back in person. Can you imagine? Oh my yeah. goodness. One I'm day we'll be it. passing around a bottle. Can yeah, you was, believe it? He was talking about it in staff meeting today, and he kind of said, like, yeah, but I'm holding him to it. <laughs> yeah, you can record that. Um, hey, I want to talk about Thomas More because, you know, we're used to Thomas More's basketball teams being amazing. This year is no exception, but they still deserve the headlines, friends. Just because they're always great doesn't mean we don't get to talk about them. So Thomas More's women and men are doing really well. National uh, attention. The women's team is a number one seed in the NAIA tournament. And the men's team is a number two seed. And the best part is they both host. Uh, because they're such high seeds, they're hosting this week. So they play both of them at home this week. The men will play on Friday, the women on Saturday, and hopefully many games after that as well. Yep. Oh, and NKU's playing tonight, too. Um, mm -hmm. in their in their tournament for um, their conference or whatever. So tune in at nine o'clock. Yeah, to uh, to hopefully root the the Norris on. Also, NKU celebrated found uh, Founders Day this week. Um, NKU was founded 53 years ago and will celebrate with a day of uh, philanthropy to honor the past and support the university's future. Um, and that'll be on Wednesday and uh, watch for a series of challenges and um, matches with prizes as well. It should be um, a really interesting, fun day. I can't believe NKU is already 53 years old. It's great. And just to see how far it's come just in the last several years, it's been amazing to uh, to witness. All right, Jeremy, and it's time now for your Chamber Roundup. Yeehaw! We got a big, amazing event tomorrow. Tomorrow is the Employer Best Practices Symposium. Um, and it is all about being a destination employer. Oh, no. Did I say tomorrow? I meant Wednesday. Yeah. Yep. Day ahead yeah, of myself. Ahead of yeah. So Wednesday it is. Wednesday it is. It is on Wednesday. Employers Best Practices Symposium. Be a destination employer. We've got some high level national speakers. Um, if you deal with uh, hiring or firing or any kind of that decision with inside your company, it's, it's a great resource for you. Um, also, now this one actually is tomorrow. It's tomorrow afternoon. We're going to be talking about Costa del Sol. And going on a trip there in November with the chamber. So um, it's an informational meeting. We're going to do a little happy hour. We're going to talk about travel because everyone's ready, itching to get back out there and maybe 
you know, go to some other countries and see some some great stuff. Uh, so it's all about our trip to Spain. So you want to make plans to attend that. Um, and then coming up on the 16th is Eggs and Issues. And it's all about the local housing market and, you know, just how how crazy it's been throughout this pandemic. Yeah. You'd think people would stop selling houses and not want to go like look through houses and stuff. But they ha- I mean, it, the houses are, are going like like not like, even on the now. market. And they're selling. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. It's like people are like, I, I know of realtors that like call people up and ask them if they, they're ready to sell their houses and they're like, oh, and then it, it's gone. It's sold. So wow. um, that should be a pretty interesting discussion. And then on the 18th, we have our business um, after hours sponsored by Frost Brown Todd. It is a great little happy hour to get to know people. It's all still virtual for now, but hopefully not for long. <laughs> One of these days, you know it. Yep. All right. Well, it's a it's a busy week. It's a busy month. And coming up, stick with us here on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight because we're going to be talking with Tom Nyer from Cork and Bottle, uh, the oldest and largest family-owned spirit shop in, in uh, Northern Kentucky. So we'll learn about the history of Cork and Bottle and its future as well. So stick with us here on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. CBG Airport is the lowest fare airport in the tri-state region with 54 non-stop flights and direct international service to seven destinations, including Paris, France, and now home to both DHLs and Amazon's global cargo hubs. The airport is furthering its position as leader in aviation and is deeply committed to being an economic driver for the community. You can learn more and start your next adventure at CVGAirport.com. Ranking on Google Search and Maps is easy to understand, but hard to do. It requires constant effort and attention, uploading new photos, responding to Google reviews, writing weekly posts, and checking suggested updates. Google listing optimization takes experience and time, and there are no shortcuts. C-Crew gives your Google My Business account the steady, consistent attention it needs to be effective, optimizing, updating, and expanding critical content every single week. From local retail stores to large regional networks, C-Crew generates content, establishes benchmarks, and creates dramatic measurable increases in engagement. So what can C-Crew do for your business? More calls, more clicks, more clients. Welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Right now, I'm bringing in Tom Dyer, who I know you know where he works. That's Cork and Bottle. You recognize it there at Buttermilk Pike on Buttermilk Pike and other locations, too. And we'll get to that in just a minute. Tom, thanks so much for joining us today. Great to be here, Catherine. Thanks for your time. I think the obvious question is that, you know, in this last year, when we've all been in the pandemic, a lot of us have turned to our friends in the spirit world. <laughs> and I don't mean ghosts in that capacity. You know, we've all maybe tried some spirits, especially being from Kentucky. We got to try bourbon. So, have you guys noticed the increase in, in maybe trying a, a couple of more alcoholic beverages a week? You know, it's it's interesting. Uh, early in the whole COVID experience, we adopted a new tagline, which is keeping your spirits up. And back, <laughs> you know, April, May, June, when a lot of places were closing down, uh, you know, my team and I we had a real heart to heart talk. And we said, let's let's keep it open because people really they, they need this they need a touch of normalcy they need a touch of relaxation they need a touch of fun and that's what we sell and so uh, we have absolutely seen an uptick in business um, and, and an uptick in, in creative uh, exploration some people want to have their staples and that's great uh, but other people are like hey look, what, what's that what's that and so whether you uh, prefer beer wine spirits bourbon whether you're new to the game or you're a lifelong collector we've got something for you Courtney. 
let's uh, also talk about your locations. You've got the one on Buttermilk Pike that we're all familiar with. And I understand there's a speakeasy in there as well. There, there is. It, it is by definition, a speakeasy is supposed to be secret. So I'll tell you the secret. Uh, we do okay. have a speakeasy. It's just a couple doors down. Uh, but it doesn't say Cork and Bottle Speakeasy on it. It's actually sort of incognito by design. Uh, but inside that, we have... We have some hidden doors. We have a, a big collection of Dusties, which are rare, old, collectible bourbons. Uh, we have, uh, we, that's where we have some of our wine tasting and bourbon tasting programs, uh, which we can talk about later. And it's also available for rent for private parties. Now, obviously that is all COVID dependent, but fingers crossed, uh, we're headed back uh, to a, a place where we can do that safely and legally. And when we can, we certainly will. There's a lot about COVID we would like to get rid of, but I'll say, especially in the world of, of, of buying at stores like Cork and Bottle, the curbside delivery, and I know you guys have been doing that, that's got to be a really popular option for people who aren't comfortable going inside or who may just want to sit in their car and have it delivered to their trunk. We are absolutely seeing that. You know, curbside delivery was something that was sort of a bizarre concept, whatever, 15 months ago. Uh, right. Uh, and now a lot of people rely on that. Other people like to come in and have the traditional shopping experience where they can you know, look and taste and explore, and that's wonderful. Um, some people don't even want to leave their house, and for those people, we have online ordering, or they can call in and we'll deliver it to them. So we want to meet people where they are. You know, there's there's no no judgment, there's no preference. Everyone's got to have their own comfort level and their own safe approach in this in these bizarre times. We recognize that that um, cork and bottle logo, and so many people recognize the commercial from way back in the day. Tell us though about the business. How did this start, and how did you guys get involved in it? So that's a long story, and, and uh, the cork and bottle brand is a long one. It's been around since 1964 when a gentleman named Gordon Hughes Sr., uh, who is a, a new venerable feature uh, in the Northern Kentucky business community for for decades, started cork and bottle. And it was a small shop. Uh, and he grew that uh, for decades to become really the preeminent place for people to buy fine wine and spirits in the greater Cincinnati region. Uh, people would come from, from Dayton. They would, they would come up from Lexington. It was really a, a, a prime spot. And uh, the Hugh family uh, had been friends of, of mine and my family's for a long time. We actually built some buildings for them. Uh, we were certainly customers of theirs. So there was a great reciprocal relationship there. And then uh, as Mr. He retired and his children, his sons took in, took over the business. Uh, they had some, some changes that needed to take place. And so they decided they would rather sell the business than conduct those changes. And so I had the opportunity to buy the business from them uh, in 2014. And we shut down the original location uh, on the river and reinvested in the Buttermilk Pike location because that's closer to where most of our customers live. So we, of course, um, we know as a community, Cork and Bottle, but Cork and Bottle is also involved in the community, including as members of the chamber. Why is that sort of networking important to a business like Cork and Bottle? You know, something like, like the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce are all high-functioning chambers of commerce are critical parts of, of a functioning community, and they're also a competitive advantage. Uh, my, my wife, actually, who's my partner in the business, uh, worked for the Greater Cincinnati Regional Chamber of Commerce for 11 years in economic development. And so uh, if we didn't belong to the chamber, I, I'd have... <laughs> I'd have a conversation at home, but I certainly don't need to do that uh, because <laughs> I do understand the importance of, of the chamber. You know, we are, uh, I went to UC, she has two degrees from NKU. Um, you know, we are, we're both involved, involved in leadership Cincinnati. She was involved in leadership Northern Kentucky. You know, what, what the chamber can provide to a business uh, is is a little bit of hard value, a lot of soft value, but it's mm -hmm. a lot of value. And so we're, we're honored to be part of the Northern Kentucky Chamber. 
That's a great way to put it, that soft value. You know, a lot of us have not traveled in quite a while, uh, and we may not know that you guys not only have one, but now two locations at CVG. Tell us about that and how these came about. So it's, it's really interesting. CVG has done a great job of partnering with local businesses. You know, Graders is out there. Mm -hmm. you know, about three years ago, their concessionaire folks uh, gave us a call and said, you know, we would we know your brand. Uh, we, we love what you've done to make the business grow again. And would you like to be a part of CVG on a trial basis? Uh, and we said, well, that sounds kind of interesting. And so we did. We opened up a kiosk on Concourse A. And I have to say the CVG folks have been great to work with. Uh, they, they, they understand it has to be a win-win. It's a great big bureaucracy. And sometimes bureaucracies don't always function in that way. And CVG's yeah. been, been very fair. We should be proud of that group. Uh, and so that, that trial worked. And then as they said they would, they put out an RFP, request for proposals. We responded to that and were awarded uh, a second location on Concourse B. Uh, and we just opened that. Um, a few months ago. Uh, it's theoretically a temporary location uh, because uh, during COVID, they had to change the bidding process and what right. have you. But we have a location on Concourse A, and we now, which is right outside the Southwest Gates, right on top of the ramp. And on Concourse B, we are right around the corner from McDonald's uh, and Chick-fil-A. Uh, so great locations at the top of the escalators, and uh, we're really excited about it. Uh, in both the locations, we have tastings, uh, bourbon tastings, you know, by the by the poor. We also have a, a, a strong selection of bourbons, spirits, and, and wines uh, available uh, for retail purchase. And so whether people are leaving to go to a party and take it with them, or they're coming back and they need a gift, and they don't want to stop off at a regular store, we make it easy for them. And it's been a really fun experiment for us. Great location. The opportunity to buy bourbon in Kentucky is always a good thing. Always. Um, you mentioned the events that you guys have at the Buttermilk Pike store. Uh, tell us more about those and the, and the types of events that people uh, can go to and learn a little bit more about what you sell. I'll be delighted to do that, Catherine. And, and with, again, with fingers crossed, we'll be uh, yeah. COVID-enabled sometime very soon. We will completely uh, respect and comply with the governor's orders. And we want our guests and our employees to, to feel and be safe. But as soon as we can cross that threshold, we will reinitiate our programs of tastings. Uh, we have been doing some virtual tastings, uh, which we can talk about, but we also have in-person tastings in our speakeasy and in our main store. And those can be smaller uh, individual tastings uh, for customers who want to try before they buy. They can be large programs of you know 20 or 30 people who get together that has more of an educational aspect to it. Uh, and then we have a series of, that, of wine tastings that go on, uh, on a monthly basis, and we can't wait to start that up again because we're passionate about our product. That's frankly a competitive advantage that we have. I've been a, a wine and spirits person for, for 40 years, uh, which is probably dangerous because I'm only about 54 years old. But, you know, um, it, it's, it's drained in the business, and uh, it's a real passion of mine. And my wife's and people who work with us, these are people who just have a job. These are people who really understand the, the quality of the experience, the quality of the products, and they want to share it with our customers. Uh, as I said, we're, we're not wine snobs. We're not bourbon snobs. If you know nothing or you know everything, come on in because we, we want to share the passion and grow it together. So our tasting series uh, is something that you can uh, be apprised of by on our, uh, on our website. And uh, if you join Club Cork, then you'll get, um, in addition to bonus points and free goods that you're allowed to receive, you also get uh, priority notification of some of our uh, limited tasting series. And if you have uh, any bourbon lovers in your in your family, you know, if you put out a tasting for a Blanton's or, uh, you know, uh, Eagle Rare or any of these, these high-end, hard-to-find bourbons, uh, people want preferential access to that. 
Yet the word bourbon in Northern Kentucky go hand in hand. It is a it is a given. So if folks are interested in events or Club Cork or anything else you have to offer, tell us uh, look physically where you are and then also virtually online where you guys are. So virtually we are at uh, www.corkandbottle, C-O-R-K-N-B-O-T-T-L-E.com. Uh, and uh, our location is on Buttermilk Pike. Uh, immediately adjacent to Bonefish Grill, uh, just uh, just uh, west of uh, 75 and right down the hill in front of Remke's. Um, our lo airport locations, again, are Concourse A, uh, right on top of the ramp, uh, catty corner from the coffee shop, and Concourse B, uh, at the top of the escalators next door to Chick-fil-A. So um, we'd love to see you in person. We'd love to see you online. Uh, let us come to you. If you want to stay home, we'll be happy to deliver. Lots of options to get that bourbon or whatever you're drinking into your hands. Tom Nyer, thanks so much from Cork and Bottle. We appreciate you joining us today on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Thanks so much for your time, Catherine. We really appreciate it. All right, and everyone stick with us. We'll be right back on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Helping grow the talent pipeline, it's what we do. Growing regional outcomes through workforce, or Grow Northern Kentucky, is a strategic initiative comprised of leaders across key industries, educational institutions, and community organizations. These groups are collaborating to leverage the region's assets to grow, attract, and retain a globally competitive workforce. Led by the Chamber, more than 70 partners have aligned their strategic efforts and resources to address our region's workforce needs. Helping grow the talent pipeline, it's what we do. And welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Thanks for sticking around with us and uh, joining us once again as we talk about all the great things happening in uh, Northern Kentucky. There's a lot of happiness to be discussed, Jeremy, as we uh, keep getting this really, really good news about the vaccine and the really incredible work that the Northern Kentucky Health Department has done in, in getting all that out and organized and all of that good stuff. Yeah, yeah and if you're, you know, if, if you are happy about all this news and you really like what you're hearing, please Share this with your friends. Yes. Get it out into everybody so they can all see it. And if you're on Apple um, iPod listening to us there on uh, or Apple iTunes or whatever it's called now, podcast, get in there and give us a review. You can review us on Spotify as well. Just get in there and, and tell us what you think. Give us some feedback and, you know, help other people see uh, all, the, all the great news that we have going on in northern Kentucky. And I want to thank again our sponsors, CVG and Crew Consulting. Without mm -hmm. them, we would not have a podcast. So uh, thanks to them. And thanks for all of our chamber members for continuing to support us through, uh, through these rough times. Well, you know we love to talk about food and drink here on the Spotlight. And we've covered drink obviously, in talking with uh, Cork and Bottle. Next week, we're headed to food <laughs> because you know we got to do it. We're going to be talking with the folks from Love and Max. Those are macarons, like the, the delicious French cookies. Uh, and I, we're going to do what I like to call field research on this. So you got to make sure they taste good. We're going to do the interview. You know, it's only right that we check them out. But yeah, t join us next week for that as we talk about some women-owned businesses during this National uh, well, Women's History Month and on this International Women's Day. Jeremy, thank you for your hard work as always. Thank you, Catherine, for making us look smart. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> when you're talking about uh, a bourbon and all spirits, I think we can all, we all can hold our own, certainly in more ways than one. All right. Thank you guys for joining us today. Hit subscribe, hit share, however you can get this information out to the masses. And we will see you right back here next week on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight.